All right. So, you just heard me just say, warfare was about the thoughts we think. And we saw it in the garden with the serpent and Eve when his goal was just to get Eve to doubt. It wasn't about speci- he didn't, the, the specifics he doesn't care about. He just needs Eve to doubt. And Eve doubted. She doubted God. Because she, she, she stopped believing that she would surely die if she ate the fruit. That's all he had to get her to do. And so that's the warfare we're in. It's about I, the thought ideology and so on. Now, I want to just, I want to skip back over all the way to Revelations again. So remember, and I was talking about that one passage in Revelations 13, verse 7, where it says that, that uh, it was granted to him to make war with the saints. So who's the him? The him, so... So what happens in Revelations 13? I'm going to fast forward. Revelations 12, Satan is cast out of heaven to the earth. And he's making war against the, the children of the, um, of the, of the, of the woman who, who's, who had uh, the 12 stars, on, was crowned with 12 stars, right? So Israel, Right? Um, so he's making, looking to make war with us, with, with, with Jesus and his followers, right? Or can I say it a little better than that? But those who have faith in Jesus, right? Um, so, so now, so he, so now the, the hymn in Revelations 13 and 7 is the, and we're going to spend some time going over this, but the hymn in Revelation 13, 7 is the last kingdom. It's the fourth kingdom that's mentioned in Daniel, right? And it's the kingdom of the, what we call the kingdom of the Antichrist. It's not the Antichrist. It's the kingdom of the Antichrist, right? So we are right now, we are in the kingdom of the Antichrist. We're in the fourth kingdom that's mentioned in Daniel. I know a lot of scholars say the fourth kingdom was Rome and all. They're wrong. I hate to tell I'm just saying it quickly. They're wrong. I will spend time explaining to you why we're in the fourth kingdom and give you all the evidence and so on. I'm just going to not do it now, but I'm just going to say it here. What they the fourth kingdom was not Rome. If that doesn't... If you from the Bible, just read how it, what Daniel said about the fourth kingdom and how it's going to collapse. That's not Rome, right? It's not Rome. And I, but I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll show you later. Okay. So now I want to say this: that it was given to him to make war with the saints, and he overcame them. Okay, right? Um, do you see this in Daniel too? Daniel refers to the actual Antichrist man making war with the saints and he overcame them, right? But I fast forwarded to this part to sh- because remember I said in Eve, she was, we see Eve, the first act of spiritual warfare was with Eve and the serpent saying something to her to get her to doubt. That is the warfare we have been constantly in because the goal, remember, we said 
the first thing God says, let there be light. That was the, that is the war God has waged on the earth because he wants light to cover the earth. He got it coming from angels, right? And he's got it coming from human beings. The enemy lost against the angels. Now he's trying to stop light coming from human beings. The only way he can do that is to get us to doubt God. Just doubt God. Right? I'm saying G-O-D. Now, I didn't say doubt Father. I said doubt God. Right? Once he gets you to doubt God, he can then fill your mind with all type of stuff that diminishes your ability to create good. Right? So now we're talking about this war. He's warring against the saints. So that means the enemy has the ability to flood the saints' mind with doubt. What are they doubting? Well, who they are in Christ. Now, what I want to do is I want to spend time talking to you about some of the things that God has said about us that we doubt across the board as the body of Christ and in some places, some members of the body embrace this doubt so strongly that when you tell them the opposite, they call you a heretic. You hear that? They call you a heretic, saying you ain't got the truth. And I'm gonna and it, and it's like and all and I'm gonna show you a couple of things. I'm not gonna do it today in this because I only got four minutes left. And it's going to take me some time to show, but I want to go over several different things, right? Several different things that we either don't embrace properly or have the proper understanding of, or we just outright set aside. So the first thing that I want to do, I do want to show you is, 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 is secularism, right? So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is really this. We think, we tend to think that the natural world is stronger and more important than the spiritual world. And in fact, the way, the way we think about things, we, we tend to think about, we don't, we don't realize that the spiritual world influences the natural world. And I won't even say it's stronger. Everything you see in the natural realm world comes from the spirit realm first. And I want to say it this strong. Everything. And let me take some time to explain some things that you see that you didn't know that spiritually influence. One, Star Wars. Spiritually influence. And I know some of you got to think of it. And the way you think of it, you're going to think of it as wrong. Because you're going to think of, oh, the evil and so on. You know, the devil's trying to get you to not worship God. No. What you don't realize is that all the ideas that George Lucas had for Star Wars came from, came from the Spirit of God, came from God, right? Came from Father. But... George Lucas, because his mind wasn't trained, because of it, he lacked intimacy with the father, the proper intimacy that he needed, 
it came out the way you saw it. It doesn't glorify God as much as it wasn't supposed to. Same thing with Stan Lee and the Avengers and so on. And I can show you elements of where God was actually trying to show you the kingdom and eternity and, and all the what we get in our inheritance and what God is really trying to do on the earth. But because they wasn't saturated in the Holy Spirit, it came out the way it did. I can say that about a lot of things. Now, there's some things, right? God gave people the and because of these people have a hatred towards God, it opened a door for the devil to just and it looks really evil and nasty and horrible. You're like, yuck, I'm not going anywhere near it. Right? I'm gonna tell you this. Everybody. Elon Musk, name someone, Bill Gates, name any creator, inventor, anybody, every human being, you're getting thoughts from God. And the things that you do with those thoughts are a reflection of your intimacy and not only that, your understanding of how God operates and how he wants you to be a source of good. All right. Now, again, because we've been trained in secularism, because you you all have we you listening to me, you live in a society that that for a long time has put the spiritual realm underneath the natural realm. And that's the wrong way. And as you see that in scriptures written in Bible, too. John the Baptist says, no one can do anything unless it's been given to him for heaven. So you can't open a business unless it was agreed to by heaven. All right. Religion has messed us up to actually see this properly. But OK, so next uh, ep next time I talk to you, we'll continue with um, secularism and its influence.